Welcome to the floor of fantasy and sci-fi lore. As we dive deeper into Avernus, we will be visiting the island of Cholt, at least in concept. So we wanted to do a whole little short series on it. Initially, it was just going to be one episode, but there was so much information that it got to be a lot bigger. So we'll do what we did with Paladins. We're going to break it up and spread it out over several weeks, releasing the shorter episodes that we've done there. Now, as always, the whole episode as one chunk is free on the Patreon uh, release there, so it's not uh, dealing with podcast algorithms and whatnot. So if you just want the whole thing all at once on Cholt, you can go there. Normally, we don't do Treasure Room episodes with this, but this one does have a Treasure Room as well, which we might actually just release so that people can see what the Treasure Room is like. So if you want to learn about Cholt in uh, the world of D&D and Abir Torel and Faerun, this is the beginning of that series. Roll the intro. Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night to keep reading, keep watching, keep playing? So good, you forgot your life and lived there. So good, the moment it ended, you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on the topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world, another adventure, Another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. Today we will be covering the island of Cholt. I'm going to be covering kind of the lore behind it. Now, it's it's a peninsula and an island. Uh, it goes through phases. Um, but first I'm going to go about the lore and the god who created it in the land. And then we'll go ahead and talk about more of the, the details of it and more just practicality of things. And this is... On which this because there's different planets in D and D, right? So th this is uh, uh, Forgotten Realms. Uh, from Baldur's Gate, you can just take a boat south through a sea, through a few more islands, and then the island of Chult is right there. You can't miss it. It's a giant jungle island. So uh, the island slash peninsula, it kind of shifts back and forth uh, depending on certain events. But uh, the reason we're going to be covering Chult right now is that the city of Baldur's Gate holds a fort down on the northern coast of the island of Chult. That's how it's connected to Baldur's Gate. And within mm -hmm. Avernus, we are going to meet several people who have just come from Chult to help deal with the chaos happening in Baldur's Gate. So that's why we're diving into this place right now. And if you were to describe the people from Chult, would it be kind of like Amazon rainforest yeah, kind of yeah, people? Yeah, yeah, very native, savage type people. Okay. Yeah. So I guess maybe we should talk about kind of the inspiration of Schultz. So D&D, &D, yeah. uh, a lot of times you have this very Western European classic medieval fantasy. But it is a world where you can kind of have yep. anything. So like we often talk about Faerun. Faerun is a continent. And that is where most of people play in the Forgotten Realms because it is that Western European fantasy. But there are other 
parts of the world of a beer Torel that are not Feyru, where things are more like medieval Middle East or medieval Japan. <laughs> yes. And so Chult was created for kind of like the lost world feel, right? <laughs> this idea of dinosaurs and cavemen and you know, these very primitive tribes, right? That was... That was the inspiration of Chult, is that with the, the pl- people playing D&D, a lot of them also loved dinosaurs. Yeah, this is the island of dinosaurs. Okay, back up. You just said this is the island of dinosaurs to Aaron, and then you just thought I wasn't going <laughs> to So when you say this is the island of dinosaurs, is this like, this has like this all, has all the dinosaurs? This has all the dinosaurs. Every kind. This is where all the dinosaurs come from, and all of them live here. Is this where the halflings are? No, that's Eberron. Or no, that's Eberron. Yeah. Okay, so this is like unique. This is like yeah, Dinotopia. Very, very Dinotopia feels. I watch that like every day, like every week, excuse me, from like the ages of eight to 12. It's a good one. Okay, so yeah, so we got Dinotopia here, also no, known as what was, what did you guys the call it? The Island of Chult or Peninsula of Chult. Chult. So you guys, depending on what we're talking about, Dinotopia or so, Chult. Let's cover that real quick. So they're. The originally, yeah. the island of Chult is a peninsula. Now, then in the first sundering, and I believe the spell plague, it breaks off into an island. Yeah. And, and we do talk about the sundering in one of our previous episodes. I think it's Blood War. Yes. And then during the second sundering, it reconnects back to the mainland and becomes a peninsula again. So when we're talking Baldur's Gate 3 time period or Avernus, as we're referencing here, it would be a peninsula and no longer an island. But it wouldn't be unheard of for someone to say the island of Chult and then everybody just know that they're referring to what is now a peninsula. I would say it's more commonly referred to as the island of Chult, but uh, technically at this point in time it is returned to a peninsula. However, even as a peninsula, there is a really steep ridge of mountains along the connecting edge like like it literally just smashed back mm-hmm. into the mainland creating this massive mountain range so there are no roads into chult you have yeah. to take a boat yeah. as though it was an island oh because it's kind of like the panama canal not at all oh okay cool so let me get into the history of this here very long time ago uboteo the primordial deity and father of dinosaurs shaped and molded the land called Chult. Ubateo? D&D has a father of dinosaurs? Okay. Yes. I'll, I'll be quiet till the treasure room. I'll be so, quiet until the treasure room. It's this vast, thick jungle with a canopy that is so dense that the creatures that live in the Underdark felt comfortable walking on the shaded ground. Right? So creatures who, like, avoid the sun so much... They can walk on this ground because of how thick this canopy is. It's an extremely dense jungle. Now, when he created this, it did require him to split himself into spirit and the jungle and many other forms. And when he split himself, uh, his shadow was born, called Ishodo. His shadow's motives are to destroy anything he creates or accomplishes. Wait, so Ubateo had a shadow that was Ibateo? Ishado. Ishado. Oh, it's a shadow. It's a shadow. Shodo? Maybe it's Shodo. I think Shodo. Ishodo. 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 So Ubateo had a had a shadow named Ishodo, and Ishodo wants to destroy the world. Just anything 
Ubateo does or creates. Mm-hmm. He's, so he's like like the evil side of himself that so wants to destroy. So you have a pencil, you have the graphite that draws the thing, and then you have the eraser on the opposite side that erases the thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like um, the uh, paleontologist talking about dinosaurs and the Catholic Church being like, those aren't real. That doesn't happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I uh, saw Bill Burr do a sketch on uh, Steve Jobs. And they was talking about how he probably just walked in all pretentious to these nerds with a pair or something. It was like, hey, I want you to be able to flip pages while uh, while you die, like on a digital screen. And it's just like eating a pear. And just Joe just popping in with his just munching noises just reminded me of that sketch. It's like, hey, I was surprised thing. <laughs> yeah. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We have mentioned in the past that if you go to the Patreon page, we have collections of all the different worlds and pieces of lore we have covered. For example, if you want everything we have ever done about Baldur's Gate, from the invention of D&D to Baldur's Gate 1, Baldur's Gate 2, Dark Alliance, all of that, you can find individual collections for all of those, or just one big collection containing all of Baldur's Gate or all of D&D. So everything we have covered, everything we have covered, Eberron, Marvel, DC, Alien, Zooniverse, Cyberpunk, Dune, and more. We have collections for each of those worlds. And I do want to mention that on the Patreon, the only thing behind the subscription is the Treasure Room content. Anything that has been released in the podcast for free is still free there. It is just a better organization of the information that the podcast app doesn't let us do. They are just a big list and you just got to type in your search words. On the Patreon, there are tags for everything. You got fantasy, D&D, creature features, Baldur's Gate 1, Baldur's Gate 2, Dark Alliance, all of that. Just an individual tag for those episodes. And as I said, we do have collections just to make this as easy as possible to find what you're looking for. We have learned in the past that a lot of people who listen to the floor, they're interested in one or two of the worlds. And they may check out one or two of the episodes when we switch worlds. But they're really just mostly interested in that. So we just want to like consolidate everything you're looking for to make it just as easy as possible to access. So... Check that out just to make your life easier. And uh, we are working at making sure you can download any of the free episodes there. So even if you're going to lose Wi-Fi or connection, you can get the episodes you want before that happens. Or just not burn your data while you're traveling to and from work or whatever else is you do while you listen. And uh, thank you. I hope you continue to enjoy the show.